0: the questions if we're ever caught drunk yes all right okay are we are we uh we're recording yeah we're good yeah we're ready okay. to go
1: <clears throat>
0: hold on i gotta get my rep here it's gonna be fun <laughs> you know
2: the worst you know the worst part about growing out your beard again and like getting it super long huh it's every single time you get out of the shower you have like that that, yeah. Yeah, I'm still like syringing my beard, getting the water out. I, li- I literally yeah. was like power showering because I had to go pick up the kiddo, and then like I got home and took a quick shower
0: right before. I still have water in my beard, I just felt the drip. Uh, All right, here we go. Right, um, let's go. My voice is sound like a dude, I'm like a 13 year old. It's just its a complete mess right now. Well, at least it's All not right. the lost voice again, right? Also, that which, by the way, everybody loved that comment, by the way, <laughs> dick right? <laughs> uh, all right. Three, two, one. Welcome back to another episode of Pardon the Distraction. I am your host, DJ Blue PDX, here with the other host, it's the Lost Drake, and we're being joined by none other than iPuppy.
1: Hi. Okay.
0: Hello. Nope. We normally have applause, and uh, but we don't have those turned on today. <laughs> yeah, right. Because, I know, right? Uh, yeah. Because I turned... <laughs> yes, all the things, yes. And I turned my phone down, finally. no yeah, alerts, no alerts
2: during the podcast <laughs> for a change?
0: Yeah. It's like been a six-week process so um Yep. Yeah, well you know listen old habits die hard right and i'm one of those people who does not run around with my phone on vibrate constantly mom talking to you Then your purse i don't even have vibrate any,
2: i don't even have either on i don't even have my alerts or vibrate on i just check it periodically
1: Damn, well. i find it comforting to hear the hear <laughs> hear the sound of my phone going off yeah right.
0: yeah I, I thoroughly agree
1: <laughs> It's like, suddenly, somebody wants to talk to me,
0: I feel great. Well, let's start with, uh, so Tuesday was National Coming Out Day, and October 11th is, that is the day for it, and uh, we were going to do the show then, but then we got rescheduled, so we're here today celebrating National Coming Out Day, and joining us as our special guest, of course, is iPuppy. We actually got to meet and hang out at DreamHack Dallas, where uh, I got my first dose of the puppy community, and... Yeah, that was absolutely great. So uh, you've been going on streaming for about two years. Uh, how did you get into it? And tell us a little bit about your channel and what you do.
1: Yeah, so uh, I'm a variety streamer now. Uh, when I first started my um, it was it was kind of like a two month process of me actually starting to stream because my brother was like, you should stream, you should, you should stream. And I'm like, I'm not into that. I w- he was like, you're gonna be so good at it. And finally, I was like, you know, I'll start streaming, but I'll only continue if you build me a computer. And so I started on my MacBook <laughs> Pro. <laughs> That's awesome. And I had a capture card for $30 from Amazon, and I hooked it up to my PlayStation 2, and I just I just went for it. And then I hooked it up to my Switch, and I started going, like, playing, like, what was that game? Uh, it's kind of like Fork Knife, but it's, like...
0: Apex Legends?
1: Um... You know, you have, like, superpowers it like was oh, really uh um, uh spellbound yeah 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 spell break spell break, spell break spell break yeah 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 or spell break um, yeah 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 and you get gauntlets and everything so i would play that non um and that's that's kind of how i started going and then it just kind of developed over that and made friends and i just kind of like got sucked into like staying like everyone was like you're not leaving now so i'm, I'm here <laughs>
2: <laughs> nice
1: that's that game awesome. was fun. That game shut down though, didn't it? Um, no, it's still going. Oh, it's still going. Uh, it's yeah, yeah, they have like a battle pass out now and everything. Uh, nice. I kind of get out of it because I got into Fortnite. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, right.
0: <laughs> DJ's that like, not nope, not me. Nope, I nope. no. Oh, well, I was in it. I. That's how I ended up getting. A, well, my, yeah. my, my my rise to wherever on Mixer was all thanks to the wonderful world of the. Uh, that is true. The two week game. Yeah. <laughs> you get wow it. Yeah. the
2: two-week game this game. yes
0: yeah so and then i realized i've got to stop this because uh i'm tired of being told to go uh to go f- myself by a bunch of 12 year olds
1: <laughs> um, i mean that's
2: actually where we met too so i mean it, it all panned well, out i mean we we met literally harassing parents and and 12 year olds that were going into a tournament so you know yeah. it worked out
1: and you funny be- your
2: cock <laughs> oh. Oh! Oh! Okay! Yeah, okay! Yeah, yeah I'm out mean, of context. Whoa, you were like, "Wait, whoa. what? Wait, that Wait, didn't go together." But yeah. no, it literally, yeah, no, his his rubber chicken. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah literally yeah. going in little kids' ears. Yeah, that's that sounded really wrong out of context. But you know, it works.
0: By concument rubber chicken, yeah, which yeah. I have tons, and I got yes. I got three more given to me by fans at TwitchCon, which was
1: that absurd. is cool.
0: Oh, yeah, army of cops. <laughs> I mean, that all started yes. on Mixer, and it was it was a joke. And then I just kind of took the joke a little too far, and it became my like, it became part of my brand. And if I don't have a chicken with me, everybody's like, Where's rubber chicken? I'm like, you know, the right, best reaction so to, to that whole me.
2: thing was is the context, and then literally, puppy, puppy is whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> like, what kind of a show what am kind of I on show right Did now? I just God get on? I can't 29. do this anymore.
1: <laughs> yeah
0: oh that's awesome uh so let's let's migrate over you've you've got a new show that you that you are on with several other puppies um that i've seen you
1: yeah the power of pups yeah so we i um i was like i really I, i my my own personal brand is definitely very like um focused on the queer community and the kink community and kind of normalizing that kind of space where it's not just a sexual matter um so as I was like going into that with my own personal brand, I was like, oh, I also want to do this like side project where I can kind of give back into the community. And we're not necessarily a nonprofit, but we are using all the funds over at that channel to like um, buy pup hoods for other pups uh, that might not be able to afford it. Because um, while you don't necessarily need gear to be a pup, a lot of, uh, it's nice to have that like identification when you're going out to events and stuff. Um, So, yeah, that's what we're good. That's what we're doing. Nice.
0: So two things. One. So I was at an an event last year, right about this time. And I walked I was going to the bar clearly. And at this, at this giant coronation, it it was really elaborate and gorgeous hall where we're all at. And there's there was a martini station. And so I went over to get a martini and there's a guy, it says um, Pacific Northwest, or P, no, PDX pops and handlers. Oh and, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And I and I walked over and was like, "Hey, how's it going?" I said, "I didn't know there was a pops and handlers group." He's like, "Of course there is." I said, "I have two great Danes." And he said, "Um, <laughs> you awesome. might want to ask someone about that, but that's not exactly uh, how this all rolls." And he <laughs> and he turns around and he's got strapped to his belt his hood. I went, "Oh." oh <laughs> and he was kind oh. of he was kind of very dismissive at that point of like you're obviously an idiot so and i'm like all right cool uh neat i was dumb that, that's, that's <laughs> so,
1: awesome that's awesome but, because there's there are like big huge groups in like most major cities yeah um, there is of yeah pups. Mm-hmm. yeah so, especially in scottsdale there's a there's a, in arizona because i worked
2: in the club industry for many 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 years and there's nothing i haven't seen or or (laughs) been introduced to (laughs) and it's funny too because like me me being you know the straight white guy like i literally go out and like all my friends you know they would just take me randomly and all of a sudden that we'd end up in you know a gay bar and we would all of a sudden be hanging out and it's just it's just funny because like so many people are like either one way or the other you know what I mean? Like they'll go mm-hmm. in and they'll yeah. really enjoy it. And they're like, what the hell? And they'll want to know more. Or they're just like, "Ah, oh, I don't want nothing to do with this. What the hell am I in? But, you know, <laughs> like, honestly, it's, 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 to me, it's even, it's even funny because like, I, you know, one of my best friends, you know, he, he lived in upstate New York. So there's nothing up there. I mean, it's literally a lake, some forest and uh, a couple houses and a bunch of very, uh, uh, republican people who invested
0: in property <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah a bunch of very republican people up north um but just in general like he came to Arizona and after that and then he's gone to a couple taxes, and you actually met him too and it's just so funny that Zeke, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Zeke. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's cool. Yeah, Zeke. yeah. no, Zeke's he's awesome. Cool. Yeah, yeah, cool. yeah. But it's just yeah. funny because he'll start drinking and his, just his personality comes out. And it's so because he's not used to yeah. being around people that he can just express himself and be himself, which is really nice. We're actually thinking yeah. about uh, this this weekend. Um, I'm not going to say where because I don't want to ruin the surprise. Yeah, so no and he, idea. he doesn't know. He, he asked has me has if no I knew. Idea. I was like, nope, I'm not saying oh, shit. Yeah, so we're um, all taking yeah. him out and because he doesn't even know about, you know, the scene here in in Arizona. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to – I'm going to surprise him. And so mm-hmm. because working in the club industry, you know, like my friends are like, oh, this is where you need to go. This is what you need to do. And Absolutely, and, and yeah. so, yeah, he's he's going to –
0: He's gonna have he's a blast. gonna have a blast yeah it's gonna be awesome so I do want to cover for one for for one thing and this was because you had such a great and eloquent way of stating it and exp- and explaining it when we were in Dallas because I was honestly curious so for those who don't understand or want to know more about puck play um explain a little bit about how this works and what it is we're talking about
1: yeah, so um well, there's there's a lot of ways we can go down this road. But, <laughs> it's all um, right. I, it's part of the D. Just go yeah. off.
0: Literally. Oh yeah, um, I only use the button for comedic relief. You can say whatever yeah, the fuck pretty you much. want. Yeah, on yeah the we show. both okay, have okay, it, okay. but we cool, don't ever cool, use it, cool. yeah. you know.
1: Well, I, I think that the first way to actually like get into pup play or if you're interested into putt play, um, the first the best thumb of rule is to like do some research, go on, go to what's a safe word on YouTube, like check, check their videos out. They have a lot of good informational um, kink videos like, um, and that's kind of where I started and then get involved with your community. Wherever you are, there are probably other people that are pups or other kinksters, even if they're not pups, uh, they'll still have some information for you. Uh, and that's when you can start dipping your toes in and and going for it. Um, pup play is, really all about what you make it and it doesn't have to be a specific thing i think a lot of people like look at the gear and they're like oh i might be into this but then they're afraid of getting into it because they're like oh there's there's, there seems to be like a lot of rules or a lot of lingo that you have to stick to or like and and no it's not like that it's like you get to make it what it is for you and then join a community full of people that don't judge and they love you for who you are so you know
0: Awesome, <laughs> and you know, as a dog person, somebody who just yelled at his dog because there's squirrel outside, I can hear it. Uh, yeah, it's so random. I was immediately, I was, so immediately, fascinated. Fast, I was immediately fascinated. Plus, all sorry, squirrel. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, no pun intended. Yeah, this is why I feel like I might belong to the pup community. I'm spastic like that, just kind of all over the place. Um, so, the one of the things that I noticed about the pup gathering that we went to in Dallas. Was mm-hmm. how expressive, and you know we've talked about this, but how expressive um, the hoods are. It's not just hey, here's my stock standard. There is personality and and right. all sorts of different designs and styles that you can use or mm. create in order to adapt or adopt into a specific almost breed
1: yeah so um people like that's why i really get irked and like a lot of pups do when you call like their hood like a mask because mask you see a party city and everything and it's just right. like not a term that we really use plus hoods are expensive so we we give it the term hood and it's it's more personal for the pup um when it, you do get to customize it with your favorite color or like different styles that we have now i mean there's there's tons of crazy stuff that you can do with hoods now. Um, and it is really personal because you get to express yourself. You get to get into that pup space. Um, a lot of pups have, like, a separate kind of persona with with their pup. For me, like, I, I feel the same in and out of hood. So I'm very similar to my persona as a pup. Um, I don't feel differently. But a lot of people have to get into a specific headspace in order to um, partake into pup play. Um, just kind of, like, let go of all of, like... Um, any like reasoning as a human and just kind of go into that animalistic pup uh, space. I think that's one of the things that I was so intrigued
0: about was the, the concept of a head king. It, it it was a brand new, completely new concept for me.
1: You kind of get, you kind of get to let go though. Like you get to let go of like worries and like, Oh, I have emails tomorrow. Oh, I've got to do this. It's like, you're a puppy now. (laughs) So you get to lay down and get yeah. belly rubs and like have the best of every world. So <laughs> that is true. That is
0: true. And we and you so you you're you're a pup, obviously in Seattle. Um mm-hmm. that's okay to say. Uh because oh, yeah. that's that's where we saw you up at PAX and you got to meet my friend Dan and you got to meet Zeke. And it was it was a really fun event. So how how long have you been part of the pup scene and what are some of the events that you go to?
1: So um, I actually haven't been to any actual kink event like when it comes to convention and everything. I think that's my goal next year is like to go to some of these uh, events. I actually just came out as a pup like last year. Oh, wow. Okay. So I'm only like a year in <laughs> and it's crazy, but, um, I like swiped, I shifted all of my like Twitch brand to, and that started as my pup space. I was like a puppy on stream and I was like, this is where I can kind of test it out see if it's for me. Um, it was very much for me. And then, uh, I started dancing or, the, um, I went out my first time because I recently moved to Seattle. I went out one of my first times, uh, to a club and they were like, do you want to dance? And I'm like, yeah, I used to dance in San Diego. Um, let's go. And we were- <laughs> they were like, they were like, "Will you, will you dance?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I'll, I'll dance, but I'm only gonna dance in my pup gear, uh, because it's important for me to like dance outside of events and outside of leather and puppy events and." Um, kink events because then you can start to normalize and like make other people feel comfortable like it sucks to like be a puppy and especially in, in certain areas and not feel like comfortable just going out in your pup gear so when i do travel like i went to Dream Hack and um when i do travel i take my pup gear with me and i make it a point to go out in my pup gear to to see if i can find other pups and like encourage them to feel free to be themselves but also like help the everyone else like normalize the situation so they're not like oh this is weird like i feel uncomfortable um and so forth yeah i think also too that's the big thing is that
2: like just you know it it, almost almost even like being a content creator you know discoverability letting people being able to express themselves because even when you get in front of a camera or you go on a stage or you dance or or you're you know up in a bar just being a drunk asshole because we've all done that (laughs) But no matter what you do, unwinding and just being able to be yourself, like sometimes it takes a while to do that, especially in front of other people, because, you know, obviously booze always helps, but sometimes, you know, it's one of those things too, where it can also have the reverse effect where it can make you look like, Complete and utter asshole. So, so at the end of it, like, no, that's awesome that you're doing that because on everybody needs to have their place, you know. Everybody needs mm-hmm. to be able to feel comfortable where they're at and what they're doing, and if they don't, then you know
1: what's the point of us even fucking being here. You know what I mean? Like that's right. that's just straight 100%. up about it. It's it's hard too because like inside, even inside of our own like community, um, our own queer community, we still like kind of attack each other in some instances like we have it's these hopes that you have to be like a certain way and yeah. like even like seattle like i hardly go out without my pup hood on so i i like i go to the store sometimes and i'm like i see all these people and they have no clue who i am but i put my pup hood on and they they know exactly who i am they're like oh hey puppy like what's up like um and i it's just like yeah really important to like just go out there and just make a space and um like i go to brunch i the drag queens are like oh my god puppies here like and not even going with other pups right i i go with like people that aren't pups uh and hang around and just like meet new people fish into their groups you know if everybody is comfortable then more pups will come out so Yeah.
0: yeah yeah Well, and and you're not just a content creator on Twitch. You've also got over twenty thousand followers on TikTok. Um, how has the response <laughs> been on on both of those platforms?
1: Yeah, so um, surprisingly, I think this is kind of the catch twenty two. One, great, it's really awesome um to like the the response and people i found so many other pups out there in the world some people message me and they're like hey i have some questions about pup play and so i get to have like those conversations with them and like give them what's worked for me you know and also advise them like you know it might not work for you but you need to find out what's going on for you um but also i've I've noticed, like, being on TikTok, being in Twitter, and I think there are a lot of content creators that will just grab whatever is trending yeah. in the moment or they're seeing yeah. the grabs of views. And so it really pulls away from the king community. And I think that that's kind of, uh, for me, it's kind of sad because it's like, I know some kingsters, and they're really awesome people. They're, they're lovable and they're friendly and they're, like, trying to push out their content. But then you have, like, these other people that are just there for growth and the, I, while they're representing in a good light um you know it's still uh not genuine uh, yeah so it, it i don't know it's like i said it's like a catch-22 yeah See, well it's trend chasing go ahead. Yeah.
0: trend chasing has a habit of i would say downplaying or just diminishing authenticity
1: and yeah, it's 100
0: it's so frustrating because if you're not willing to trace chase the trends growth and visibility and exposure become just that much more difficult.
1: Yep.
0: Mm -hmm.
2: So, yeah, I, I, you know, and that, that's, I mean, I may jump into a very murky water by saying this, but I'm just going to, oh yeah, here we go. Uh, I'm bringing up the topics because, you know, a lot of people too say that a lot of people put the LGBTQ plus just to get recognition to Mm -hmm. grow or they're an ally. Oh yeah. And um, you know what? Like, I, here here's here's my perspective on it. and you know and this is definitely something that I have noticed over many years. Um, you know I have so many um, people of the LGBTQ plus community and that that you know I've known for years um, and we all go out, we all party, we all hang out. we don't give a shit what anybody's sexual orientation, what they look like, what they're into, we don't give a shit. We just hang out and have a good time. And, you know, there's no sense of claim. You know, there is no sense of box. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's There's We just be us and we don't give a shit. Like we just have fun and enjoy each other. And and at the end of the day, we go home. We're still people like and that's that's also the big thing that I think in this world and day and age. There's two sides to the coin, right? There's the very PC people that are super sensitive that even the smallest thing triggers them or they try to cancel you or, you know, it's just we're getting in a weird generation where everybody is going out and trying to claim everything as their generation or their who gives a shit. Just be you. Just be you. Yeah. Enjoy 100%. it. And mm-hmm. and yeah. and I think also too, like even for me, you know, am I an ally? Do I do I support people? You know, yes, one hundred percent. Be you. you. You know what I mean? But but am I going to go put it up as a as a tag on every single post to try to grow, to bring people of the the gay community into into my into my channel? No, just be you. I don't give a shit about that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so many people, like you said, trend trend hunting, like they'll do it because, oh, you know, right now kink is in. You know, or, you know, being mm-hmm. a puppy or whatever the case may be, or it, it just, it drives me nuts when people do that. And I've noticed it as a content creator, people will jump into these trends because there are people in the drag community. I mean, shit, Tonzi is a prime example of that, who has been slammed, beat up, and just applied for partnership again. You know, yep. and yes, that's amazing. Today. Yes, I know. I'm so excited oh, about yeah. it. Yes. Oh, Tons just Tons just literally posted today, applied for partnership yeah. again today. Hard-ass work pays off. No matter what yep. you are, no matter where you're from, no matter I, what you believe in, I, no matter your sexual orientation, as long as you work fucking hard, you're going to earn it. And that, that is yeah. just the fucking truth.
0: And I, yeah, yeah. So yeah. go ahead, DJ. I, I got to see Tonsi at, uh, at PAX at I'm the Logitech so Partner Party. I didn't see her. And um, it was so fun because Tonsi used to live like five minutes from me yeah and mm-hmm. so we yeah and it was hilarious when we figured out wait we live next to each other what and then uh, Tonsi moved side panda
1: i actually I actually, moved, <clears throat> I actually um when i met them on twitch i was like who are you? Cause they came into my channel. I gave them a shout out and I was like, hold up, like cancel stream right now. I need you to start streaming. Cause I want to see what you're all about. And they are absolutely amazing. Yeah. I like literally die at my desk watching them. Like, Oh yeah. They're so funny. Ta- Ta- yep. Tonsie and me have been
2: friends for ugh, shit. Five years now. Yeah. You know, um, and, and the ups and downs, like every single time Tons comes into Arizona, like, We go grab lunch and, you know, and even if it's work related. And that's why I was so fucking sad that that we didn't get to hang out when when uh, they were here. So it's just it's one of those things. It just, you know, there's so many people that work their ass off, like work their ass off. And I want them to succeed and I want them to grow. And 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 people downplay it because yeah. they're better or, you know, and especially in the LGBTQ plus, you know, like that, that's one of those things where people battle each other. They get, there's so much mm-hmm. negativity and it, it doesn't need to be that way. Everybody's got to be better than everybody. It's just, just, yeah. Fucking just,
1: we can all be stuff. good together. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> all, like I don't get it.
0: Yeah. And, yeah. and if I flip on the, onto the far side of that, where my brand has always been just my casting, my DJing, um, you know, We've had I'm representing conversations, at the time. DJ. We've had I conversations. I know, and there are people who have, who have said both directions that either I don't fit the bill for being what people Ooh. think of as traditional gay. Yep. And then the other people are like, you need to be more on the other side of the fence. You need to keep bang away at having the LGBTQIA+. Monikers everywhere you can, so yeah. people know. Otherwise, yeah. people won't figure it out. You're not gay it's, enough, which is like, bizarre to... to me. Yeah, right. It's and
1: that's, that's like the whole point. We need to get away from. We don't need to be chasing a trend, but we also don't need to like have to like label it on our foreheads. You can yeah. be who you are, no matter where where you are on the spectrum, if you're an ally or not. Like, I honestly, if you're an ally and you're going out every weekend with your gay buddies and you're parting it up, throw that i would not be upset if you threw that tag up yeah right yeah i i think that it hits me when i see like pup play or like you know you know the gay baiters on tiktok you know god yeah (laughs) like you know that they're and you know what's what's even worse what's even worse is we (laughs) we as a community and gays you hear me like um you watch that video and you like that video you encourage those guys. you yep. absolutely yeah. encourage those guys. And so we're doing it it's like this weird cycle where we're doing it to ourselves and we're not giving ourselves the respect that we should give and we're not giving our community the respect that we should give it and supporting the people that are actually queer and supporting their true genuine content
0: yeah, yeah. I completely thoroughly agree it's an interest it's a very interesting caveat and it's it's a it's a frustrating conundrum because there's not really. My phone. A, a right or wrong answer to it. Yeah. So um in honor of coming of, yeah, of coming out month, uh, of National Coming Out Day, I was thinking, um, I mean, I don't feel like you could all qualify for this one, Drake, but um <laughs> Well how <laughs> there you go. How uh how was if you don't if if you're okay talking about it,
1: how did you oh, come out? Okay. Yeah, yeah, um well <clears throat> one i would like to say there's always a type of coming out story so i'm sure you have a have a coming out story drake um but um for me i have actually never came out which is um not not to kind of like go really on the the low side here but like uh my parents passed away my my, my family passed away when i was younger and so like growing up i never really had like some kind of expectations that i had to be something and so i you know, I I play with it a lot in my head and, like, I have, like, um, I, I try to, like, look at the silver lining of things. And when one of those silver linings is, like, I, I could kind of grow up in with that freedom of really knowing and being true to myself always. Um, I remember the first person to ever ask if I was gay. Um, and I immediately was like, yeah. But it was, like, so, like, matter of fact, kind of, like, it, it felt like another question. Like, is the sky blue? Yes. Like, am I gay? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Um, I never really had to come out. I think the first time that I felt like I did have to come out was when I came out as a pup, uh, because that was kind of, that was terrifying. <laughs> and I've, I've heard all of my friends story coming out stories. And I've um, been with a couple of people as they have come out and been their support. But um, me coming out as a pup was was definitely like terrifying um, because I I first tried to do it uh, and it wasn't received very well and then when I moved to Seattle I was like I'm just gonna blow the lid off as I meet new people I'm immediately like I'm a pup like <laughs> because I lost friends I I lost people that were very like oh you're like you're furry now blah blah like they they were just like. You know, also pups and furries are two different things. However, they bleed into each other. Both communities are really wonderful. I love furries. Um, they're amazing. Um, but I just people didn't really get it. And so a lot of my friends uh in San Diego or just like from like the different places, like South Carolina I used to live there. Um, they just like deleted me off of social media. They were they were like, wow. Nope, absolutely not. Interesting.
0: So, that's interesting. But that, I mean, that it makes more sense. I mean, sorry about the way that it happened, but also being able to not have to worry about those that the social dichotomy of ha- be growing up, especially if you have religious parents or if like right. I came from a I came from a very Baptist household. And so it was and, you know. It was. You
1: you have this expectation. I I, I see this in other people and I see this in other dynamics. They have like this expectation to not fail, whether they get along with their parents or not. They still don't want to upset or fail their family or like, you know, be different from what the social norm is. I also growing up, I moved around a lot. Um, I moved around a lot of different states. And so I was. I never really also had like a group of friends. So I I didn't have that group of friends to fail either. Like I just was kind of like, Oh, I'll make more friends. I like, I, yeah, it was, it was different and I would love to change a few things, but I also like take, take kind of a little joy in like, like how I did, like how the situation was, you know, like make a make lemonade out of lemons. So yeah. 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 Well,
2: you know, and it, 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 it's, I have a little bit different scenario. Actually, it's kind of, it's an interesting story because, uh, and I'll share it with you guys because it's actually, I mean, this is what it's about. You know, it's about kind of, you know, being on, uh, me being a straight male, you know, it's like, what the fuck do I know? And, you know, but here's, here's, here's the funny thing though, is I actually know a lot more than most straight males because I, I didn't even know gay was a thing. I didn't even know the LGBTQ plus. I didn't know any of that until I was 15 years old. Um, and the reason why is because I grew up in a house where everyone around me was straight, you know, I didn't know anything about it. I didn't pay attention to it. You know, I didn't look at people differently, but the reason why I really found out about it is actually kind of, it led to kind of a tragedy. Um, but one of my friends when I was 15 years old, um, his, both his parents were from Australia. They moved here. Um, And his dad, very, very successful. He actually used to fix arcade machines. And he used to go around the country and basically fix arcade machines. So we always used to go over to his house and, like, um, you know, he would always have, like, all the cool stuff. And that's why I love (laughs) arcades, actually, is because of them. But um, during this time frame, you know, 15 to 20, you know, most of the time that's when you hear the coming out stories is right around that time frame. For most cases, at least from my experience. It's it's trying to let their parents know, well, my friend um, and and just to to protect him and his family, because this story is pretty, pretty, uh, pretty gnarly. Um, He basically started diving into drugs because he was so afraid to tell his parents he was deathly afraid. He started uh, getting into crystal meth and he started going into cocaine and he started like going to parties And he started like he would experiment and go to different groups because he didn't really know what he was feeling. And I remember like trying to be his friend and trying to understand. And I was like, Well, why don't you just go hang out with people you like? Like, are you are you gay? Are you bi? Like, and he's like, I don't really know. I kinda like like everybody. And like, and back then, if you think about it, like when I was 15 years old. I don't even think there was an LGBTQ plus like everybody was still trying to yeah. figure out how to like I guess I mean and I'm doing this in bunny what? quotes because like label it I guess in, in a weird way is like nobody really everybody was afraid to come out then because it was a totally different time what? Yeah, to you know put it in I mean?
0: perspective, this is the we're
2: talking late eighties, early nineties. Yeah, yeah, we're like, that, like we're late nineties. Yeah, <laughs> well, it was middle nineties. But still, like okay. back then it was like because I'm turning forty this year. So, you know, Oh it's, fuck.
0: I did not realize I was that much goddamn older than you.
2: Yeah, you're you, you old you old man. It's fine.
0: Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> but uh
2: but look, when you have this Why beard... I'm always the oldest guy in age. the room.
0: Like God every single Every
2: single time every nobody ever thinks I'm forty because I act like a, you know, giant child, but that's besides the point. <laughs> but but uh but, no, like, basically he started diving into drugs and started, like, trying to experiment. And he was he was kind of playing around. He had a boyfriend. But when he started dating and he started, like, diving in, he started doing more and more drugs, which led to – I mean, obviously, you know, when you start going down that gateway, yep. he started getting too – I mean, yeah, DJ, you know as well. It's, it's one of those things where it's like he started getting so deep. And, like, I remember one time I walked in to his boyfriend's apartment and he still had not came out to his parents. He was still like deathly afraid of it. And I remember he was sitting in the corner and he was smoking meth out of a fucking light bulb. And I walked in and I'm like, bro, I'm like, like, Come to Jesus moment. Like I was like, bro, and we're not religious at all, but his parents were Mormon. That's also the other thing I'll leave. Oh it, Christ. Yeah. So so that was also is a religious thing, also, that if he came out, he would be disowned, you know? So he yep. he uh he was in the corner. And I'm like, bro, I don't give a shit. I'm like, I gotta get you the fuck out of here. Like, I don't even care. Because his boyfriend was also a heavy drug user, too. So it was just a very toxic environment for both of them. And Um, he, his boyfriend ended up going to rehab, which drove him into a whole nother spiral. And then, so he, he actually ended up staying with me and my parents fucking hated him, hated him. Cause he would, he, he was stealing stuff also like he would steal stuff. Yeah. He was that meth kid. Yeah. He basically started stealing stuff. So we started stealing stuff from our house. And then I would get pissed. We got in a couple of fist fights. Like it, it it was, it was such a weird relationship, but I was just trying to help him. Well, uh, we were God, how old were we? I think 17. So this happened for about two and a half years. And um, me and my best friend at the time, because it was kind of us three. It was, you know, all of us, uh, we all moved in together. And we were all hanging out, and all of a sudden, um, he's like, Hey, I'm gonna leave. And he was hanging out with, like, these really sketchy kids. And we were, like... And he started, like, straightening out his life. And he he had a boyfriend. And he was happy. But he still hadn't came out. And he was, like, trying to figure it out. And he's, like, you know what? Like, I'm going to go hang out with these guys. I'm going to come back. And then I think I'm going to tell my parents. And I remember this moment, like... Like, we were sitting on the couch, and we're like, what? What? Are you fucking kidding me? He's like, I don't give a fuck anymore. I don't care if the Mormon church disowns me. I don't give a fuck. Like, I love the church. I love my family. But I got to get this off my chest. Like, I can't do this anymore. I don't feel like me. And and we're like, dude, we're, we got your back. Just, like, fucking do whatever you got to do. Do it. We'll be there. If they fucking kick you out, you know, you're already living with us. So who gives a fuck what they think? Just do you, you know? And I remember he went out and 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 this is why it becomes tragic he went out and he was hanging out with this guy that we all fucking hated we didn't like him and it was kind of his drug dealer but he went out and they were stealing copper out of houses and he was basically taking it to mexico selling it getting money for drugs and other things and he went out with his friends and we got a phone call the next morning He basically went into a live electrical box, high as shit, and (sighs) got electrocuted so badly, and the guy that was with him, instead of knocking him off the electrical box, left him. And the lightning, or the electricity, came out of his ass, and out of the side of him, and out of his neck. Killed him, cooked him right there in the spot. Then this is how much more fucked up he didn't even get to come out to his parents he was that's why he was building up the the courage to do it and then the very next day they were like hey you know what like we're going to get the funeral me and his my best friend and his friend as well we basically told them what was going on and why he was doing drugs and they're like no he is not gay like you you don't even know our son they they basically banished us from hanging out with all of his siblings, like we were like, what yeah. the fuck? And then what was even worse is when the when the funeral happened a week later, hit half of his neck and his face. They did an open fucking casket. Wow, like they were so just. Oh, it was completely so oblivious too. But yeah. but that you know, but that if that isn't a story to fucking tell from a from a from from just being a friend don't ever forget your friends. It doesn't yeah. matter. It doesn't matter. Always support them. Always have their back because you could lose somebody over something so stupid that they just wanted to be themselves and they couldn't. And that fucking sucks, you know? So, Absolutely. Yeah.
0: And to go on, a, to put into perspective, so for mine, I I never once thought anything about it. I assumed that, All boys liked other boys. That was just the way it was. And then you got older and you married a girl and you somehow had kids. Otherwise, I was that oblivious to what was going on in the world around me. And, you know, (laughs) oh, yeah, no, like worst case scenario in seventh grade. And I think I've told this story to both of you before. But seventh grade, I remember we were in our sex ed class and all the girls were in one classroom. All the boys were in another classroom and they were doing the whole thing with the slides and whatnot. And they said, do you have any questions? And, of course, all the guys are just uncomfortably not making eye contact with each other. And I raised my hand because I had an honest question. And I said, are you sure about this? He said, I have two kids by this method. I'm pretty sure this is how it works. <laughs> Why do you ask? I said, because that never would have occurred to me. Like never would I have that have ever occurred to me. And every head in the classroom turned to looked to me. And that was when they figured it out. And I didn't know until ages later, but that you still um, had hair. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I definitely had hair then. Uh, yeah, no. So I got, I, I accidentally kissed, well, not accidentally. Accidentally. One of my, one, of, says, one of the other guys. Accidentally. Yeah. There, there's the bunny ears right there. <laughs> there's the bunny yeah. ears. Yeah, yeah. Because I was a dancer at the time and we went to a, techn- a, a summer technical weekend uh, for just technique. It was basically we were, we were practicing, I think mostly it was turns and tosses. Um, but I remember my friend who's still my friend this to this day, Edward, uh, kissed me and I did not stop him. But I also freaked out, drove my car to my dance coach's house, at like two 30 in the morning. And he comes downstairs and his roommate is also upstairs. They didn't put two together. And that was when, uh, they said, well, you know, you realize that there's a reason why his bed is always made. It's because we're Partners, I'm like, oh my god, they're everywhere, and (laughs) you know, oh yeah, no, I I panicked and just bawled in tears, and and Scott Scott's Scott's (gasps) over here like Jesus, David. Okay, apparently I'm gonna make coffee because we're gonna be up for a while with this one, (laughs) and oh yeah, no, I, I came unglued, and so I had to think, okay, who who gets laid? Who gets laid by women? Who gets pussy? Sailors get pussy. I'm gonna go into the Navy. That, I that could not have been more mistaken more wrong. in my train of more thought wrong. ever. More yeah. wrong. So it wasn't, until wrong. I, yeah. Yeah. it wasn't until I was in the Navy that uh, I had a couple of really good friends that were very much okay with me being who I was. And I tried to ride the bisexual train for a hot second, made up with a girl and was like, nope. Um, my friends even bought me a hooker. And she and I basically ordered pizza and watched movies. That was all we did. I, we didn't so did do that. Too, which is else. the best part. And of course, she told the guys she was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was fine. He was good." so I'm like, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right, sure." Yeah. I, yeah. The, I hit the guy, it. You okay, go, oh, yeah. oh, right. Oh. So <laughs> when I got out of the navy, I went back home, and of course, I showed up back in Portland, having come back from the East Coast with bleached hair. My ears are pierced. My tongue is pierced, and you know, walked into a house of exceptional high quality intolerance and um, like it's like top shelf level intolerance. And that lasted for about two weeks before my mom called me on it. And I told her, and as soon as I said it, there was just a wave of relief. And suddenly I wanted to tell everybody except my dad. <laughs> so when my dad me out <laughs> the property with an axe. It was a whole different story. So to go back to your to to touch on your friend's story and having been, so I did spend a decade doing I'll just let's just say I was a you yeah no I mean I definitely got you, you, you I had you were a I had a, you a healthy were a drug habit you yeah there we go, let's see with that during a part of your um, life and, yeah 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 and have, and I'm glad I got my shit together like 12 years ago 13 years ago you really um, like pixie um, sticks but, but the <laughs> yes there we go the the downside that of can that can go both ways. Of the, Oh yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And it
1: did. it did. And
0: it did. And <laughs> it did. That's what we call a flip-flop. Um so there's nothing wrong with that either. Um but when you get into that self-defeatist closeted, I've got it's it's that withdrawal point when you have to put and I will use this term, you have to put your mask on because what you are how you are seen and perceived growing up during that time when you should be evolving and growing as a teenager and learning about who you want to be and what you want to be. Instead, you are so hardcore focused on maintaining this image that everybody else around you thinks that you should be and that you are afraid to not be because there's nothing that you can control it with. And especially if you've got some, you know, weird religious back end yelling at you. Like, yeah. God doesn't make mistakes. What the fuck is this? Eat a dick. Um, <laughs> also, don't say that in youth groups. a lot of truth or dare that happened there why not (laughs) so (laughs) it makes more interesting but when you come into the drug side of things the dysfunction of already being altered in your mindset you're already altered there's no way to have a function relationship in an altered state it's just it's not possible um and i know because my ex and i were wonderful people together but but it was a dysfunctional, fucked up relationship, and now yeah. both now that we're both sober, and I got to see him actually at PAX, which was interesting. Um, it's a very different story. That that was a, that are, was a moment for you
2: because I remember after you, you were like, you,
0: well, you were you
2: were very happy afterwards."
0: though. that was that was a good I thing have, for you, though. I've always he's always been my perceived soulmate. And I honestly think that he's 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 somebody that he your exceptional. Well, I yeah, definitely hate him. Um, I. Uh, he he was (laughs) listen he's how i proved that boys can't get pregnant um yeah i tried (laughs) the the issue of course was that in my mindset and still to this day i still look back on that relationship through the lens of using of using and I see the positives and and I see the the joy and I also experience an amplified level of pain in the memories because it was so extreme. It was so powerful and it was so uh, damaging on, on both ends of the spectrum. And so for the first time, when we were at PAX West, uh, we, I saw him. It was the first time I didn't feel a longing or a desire. I felt like I was finally just back with my body, Please. with my best friend. Yeah. And it was yeah. the first time in 14 years that I've felt that. And I think that was one of those, that's one of those growth moments. Yep. Had I not been forced to stay in the closet as a kid, I would have evolved and developed all of those relationship tools. All of those questions would have been answered at that age because that's when you're supposed to do all of this shit and figure it out. And I only say that because I think it's incredible that people are able to in this era. Because that, Poppy, I'm not sure how old you are. You're mm-hmm. older. You? Yeah, I'm. T- I'm 29. Okay. So, because I'm, I will. I'm 46. I'll be 47 this year. Um, seeing the way that kids are coming out and the fact that that is becoming a more normal element in society to have a child who is a part of the LGBTQI plus community, and in a lot of cases, kids who are just yeah. not even. Assigning themselves into it. They're just like they're fluid. And that fluidity is a sign that all of the all of the fighting that we did when we were younger for the rights that we have today was worth the blood, sweat, the tears and and the drama. <laughs> but, yeah, that's but that's you know, my and, coming out story. And here's
2: here's the crazy <laughs> thing about it. You know, just just, you know, finding out puppies age too. 29, twenty nine thirty nine. And and the back end of forty, sorry, DJ. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Look, I'm turning forty this year, and I'm dreading it. Yeah, thank you. (laughs) Uh, But but legitimately though, if you think about it, three different generations. You know what I mean? Like we all grew up in different generations, and how things were perceived, and how because. I mean, me and DJ grew up in the generation where our mom and dad would beat our ass. You know what I mean? Now it's oh, completely yeah. frowned upon. Like I remember when my dad would pull off the belt and whoop my ass. I mean, my dad literally had a wooden paddle with holes. He was a carpenter. Oh yeah, and for wind That way, it, that way it, so he, he got faster pop. movement. You know what I mean? But you know, a little like circular now, circular hey, welts hey, on your hey, ass.
1: Don't get me excited. Okay? Yeah. Well, look. No. Sorry. Look. You
2: know. Hey. Look. Uh, but uh, but yeah, like even even my even my daughter, my daughter's pan. And so, you know, like I the the way like she told us was so nonchalant. Like she was just mm-hmm. like, Yeah, I'm pan. And we're like, okay, cool. Like yep. that was pretty much it. And you know, like and <clears throat> that's just, just the way it is, you know. It's I feel like now we just need to wait for all these old white jackasses just, 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 just to, to fucking out. die just off i'm no, sorry no, i'll no, say exactly. it. they all just need to just fucking disappear and croak and go away and then the second that that happens this next generation of human beings is going to be really amazing i i it, like it my daughter's generation still, yeah she yeah, she's it's, 14 it's, like that 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 mm-hmm. generation is our future because they don't yep. they talk like so casually about yeah I'm gay you know like oh, yeah I'm pan I'm, yep. it, it's it just does like not matter They don't it's give not a shit. it's
1: not the that should not be like our our like number one thing about ourselves like yeah Bingo. I Thank a lot Thank of you. I'll see, I see a lot of like the um the gay TV shows or like the like the movie Bros that just came out and um which bros is a good a good movie, you should definitely go see it. It's funny oh, yeah. as hell. Um but initially like watching the uh watching the trailer and stuff, I'm like, oh great, here's like another movie that is just going to like be like gay is the only thing, right? Yeah. And so like I I, I, I like how, what you were saying like how we just talk about it nonchalantly like mm-hmm. like putt play like normalize it because it should be normal it shouldn't be like the number one factor about like someone's personality it doesn't make up their whole entire person a gay person can be a doctor a lawyer like a gamer like it, it, it's not the number one thing about a person I yeah. I, I, I like comparing and it I, to sports in a yeah. sense you know mm-hmm. what you're I mean? you're either
0: a pitcher or a catcher? <laughs>
1: well that too but
2: <laughs> But also, I mean, hope to God you're not a kicker. Otherwise, you know. Um, but, but just in general, don't but, I, is that a new term? Yeah, yeah <laughs> maybe it? we just invented it right now. But but just in general, though, if you think about it, though, how many different teams there are, right? Oh. And how many different yeah. teams there are. Everybody, you know, different types of sports. Everybody talks about it casually. Nobody gives. Oh, do you like baseball? You like football? You like soccer? All right, cool, right? nobody gives a shit that's how it's going to be normalized where it's just going
1: to be oh cool yeah sweet all right because they're all all right they're all Uh, athletes yeah they're all athletes and we are all humans (laughs) yeah yeah bingo yep yep Yep. it's a thing it's
2: just just general conversation and that's the way it needs Mm -hmm. to be you know not not like oh this movie is about a gay couple it's like no it's who gives a shit it's just like like, that shouldn't be the focus ever
1: there was actually a trailer that just came out. I don't remember the name of the movie, uh, but it's, like, this scary movie. I think it's coming out in February or March. Smile? Um, no, not Smile, because it's coming out later. Smile okay. just came out. Okay. Uh, but it, w- it was a trailer, and I was like, oh, this is really cool. And it's, like, panning. There's this, like, there's this couple in the car, and they have, like, a child in the back. And then you, are like, realize that the couple is, like, two guys. And, like, I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> like wait hold on and that's that's the kind of movie that i want that's the kind of like where uh, there's a normal situation this is a scary movie like this normal like whatever movie and then you're like oh the two main characters are 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 a gay couple
2: well and and i think i'm like right well that's i think religion is going to be the only setback for the the lgbtq plus community always will be Mm -hmm. you know why because literally it's it's just it's against their moral principles and you know jesus said so and you know and and you know it's a prime example even in movies like certain movies aren't released in certain countries you know because yep. right. they have gay scenes in them or like you remember the whole fucking thing with even like i don't know how big of a marvel fan you are but like But just in general, like when those characters come out or they're labeled as a lesbian or a gay couple or two men together, like how the rest of the world, like how the box office numbers dip because that whole part of the world doesn't believe in it. You know, I think I think we're still, you know, a couple hundred years out before it's just completely normalized. And I mean, as sad as that may be, but I feel like humans evolve just and and you could even see it in everyday society, like it's getting to a point where it's just like, "Cool, let's go have some tequila shots and fucking have right. some fun. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> we don't, like, yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, that's that's the way it needs to be. Like, who gives a fuck what other people do? You know what yeah. I mean? Like, just let people live their lives, enjoy who they want to be with, and and just just be
1: good people.
2: I mean, like, that's kind of that's, that really kinda, that's
1: a good. funny thing. Like, sometimes I even like. When I do run across people like, um, because I'll like wear my pup hood out. I'll walk to bar to bar because I may-, may be working this brunch and then have to go over here and dance. Yeah. Uh, and then I will, I'll run across groups of people. Granted, I'm in like the neighborhood of the of Seattle area, the Capitol Hill. But yeah. Um, then I'll run across people that are like, take your fucking mask off, or like, or yelling at me, or like, whether they're straight or gay, and I'm just like very like i'm not mad i'm not angry like it's your opinion and i i am i'm very neutral in that aspect i don't care what your opinion is i can still get along with you like um however like what what is what is this hatred or what is what how do you go out of your way to like enter put yourself into a space into someone else's life to tell them to like oh you you shouldn't be gay oh you shouldn't wear this like what oil and what, water? That, well, how does that oil and water?
0: That
2: okay, the best way I, can I would never it. do <laughs> that to someone. Yeah, like it's, I just it's don't okay. know there are certain how... people that are just
0: raised that way that are just trained to be hateful. I have got to intersect here because there are times when that is thoroughly appropriate. If I'm wearing a sweater that is absolutely <laughs> makes me look fat, you had better goddamn tell me that shit looks terrible. Take it off. You're not going out like that
1: well yeah but those are your friends right like I'm like, <laughs> like, like i just getting, don't yeah. get like yeah. how people can like i i, 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 I literally do not get it yeah i'm yeah, like I don't, I, just, I don't i don't know you you don't know me nothing that i do is going to affect your life so what about this makes it okay or like is something that you need to do. Like, you need to come over here and interject. Yeah. Well, as long as I, the puppy will, does have not have that... rabies, you are fine. No. <laughs> yes. And had my shots. That needs to be the, a shirt, by the way. It, <laughs> it does.
0: <laughs> the other thing that is a great response to anything like that, and I used to yell this at people when they would see my boyfriend and I at the time holding hands, because he was younger than I was, Um, is your high school football career go that poorly, huh? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I mean... And that oh, is literally ninety nine percent of them are just asshole ex athletes whose dreams never died. And then you go back
2: anyway. to if you go back to the high school reunion, they're big, fat, <laughs> single, and are completely bald and have not achieved shit in their life, and they're just angry assholes. <laughs> I mean, that's yeah. just the fucking truth of it. Like, yeah, I, it, except like, for the drama I kids. Played the... Football, dude. Every the single person drama that I knew world, that good. was like that in high school now is in like their third marriage, has twelve kids like hates life and just is a total D bag. Yeah. And it's you know what? Good. Fuck them. Anything <laughs> past six kids,
1: I, I would not be able to survive. I ironically I love my kids.
2: Yeah. But but you know the like family that have, like, I nanny for
1: had six kids. That was before the
0: accident. And that was that was a lot to handle. Wow. They were like ages one and a half to uh to fifteen. Yeah. And it was Bizarre. Well, that was awesome. even, even. I love. They were good kids, though. They were great. kids. Well, you know, kids. even that's with my outside. story
2: earlier, with my friend who passed away, like, it, it, like I said, he was in a Mormon family. Mm-hmm. There was eight siblings, including him, and he was the oldest. So he oh, was yeah. he was he was the problem child because oldest, you know it, the, the oldest is too. always the one that is the experiment, and then by you get time you get to the youngest one, they're spoiled, fucking rotten. But it's it's yeah, even that like the civil rivalry you know it's like well, you yeah, know you who's ha- better than he who had- and and then you got to live up to that expectation, too. And it's just like, you know, he yeah. had
1: siblings, he had his family, he had religion. He had, he had everything community. after him. Like
2: he had a he had a, he like had a lot all of those stuff. things. Yeah. And yeah.
1: those are four major things like you lose your community. Who do you have your family? Well, you don't have your parents. And now you don't even have your siblings because That's why your I siblings make my are own family because fuck religion.
0: people. Exactly. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yes. Yes.
2: Because yes. yes. so, I, I straight up will say this time and time again. <laughs> like I, I have made my family over the years. I I I have good people around me that believe in me that respect me and we respect each other and I don't give a shit what you're into what you do who you do like if you if you want to enjoy yourself if you want to spend five grand on a furry suit. And it looks badass. I would be like, dude, that shit's dope. Like, Listen, don't you know mess me? with yeah. the furry
1: community. Like, I'm telling you right now, they <clears throat> have money. Yeah, they have, dude. It's crazy how much money <laughs> they
2: spend
0: on those. It is insane. The, the furry outfits. Yeah, yeah, dude, it's crazy. I will say one thing in, in the final lengths of this. So the one thing that I was definitely terrified of, and I think it's because of how, you know, traumatizing childhood might have been. I was not, I never officially was out on my stream. When I was on Mixer until Pax West of 2018. yep. And I I mean, it wasn't that I, it wasn't that I feigned being straight. It's just, I never brought the shit up. It didn't matter. And what I, and it was not, it was an issue, but I did not want that to be the platform for my content. Yep. I did Ooh. not want to have to bank off of my DEI status. It's when you rebranded that you really started and, pushing it, <clears throat> well, which I was proud then, of you when you did that. Well, and they asked me uh, if I would, chair the panel the, the the diversity panel and i said all right well if we're going to do it i'm going to do it all the way out because this is not just about the lgbtqi plus we got i want to get we need people of color on there we need both men both women we need both we need people who are not necessarily identifying as either and it needs to be a full panel and we did it and i i came out on on the stage at pax in front of i don't know we had like 8 9000 people watching it was bizarre and it was interesting because I don't know what the hell I was afraid of. And it reminded me once again that I'm just repeating previous traumas at the same time. Yeah. And it's made it a lot easier to, to be able to be vocal about certain different things. Yeah. And it's, I mean, we've had so far just from my community alone, we have had 40, 40 or 50 people come out over the years and it's been wonderful, wonderful.
1: amazing that's it's, that's really
0: amazing it's wonderful to, to know that we've got an environment where it doesn't you know yeah it doesn't really matter
2: yeah. so even even in even in my community like people i th- yeah. the fact that they feel comfortable that they can do that and just be themselves that that yeah. makes me happy because like oh i'm just the the white guy the single white guy married i have kids <laughs> like and you know they're like well you know, like, I don't want to oppose. Like, I've actually had people DM me and be like, hey, I just want to let you know that I'm gay. And I'm like, okay. Like, who cares? Yeah.
1: Be mm-hmm. you. You know, I don't yes. I don't give yes. a fuck. Just let's play some video Start, games. Like, who gives a shit? They, exactly. Yeah. Start yelling at them. Just yeah. be like, no, I do. You? I yell <laughs> at them. I'm like, shut the fuck up and just
2: play some games. Yeah, yeah exactly. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Like, we're, we're playing, playing Fortnite.
1: We're not head. trying to yeah. sleep together. Like, come on. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Bingo. I mean, I am pretty, but I mean. I will say this. One of my favorite stories about of coming out stories is from one of my community members who shall remain nameless, but I know he won't care anyways. Um, he had finally he said, okay, I'm going to tell my parents and um, I hope this goes well because he was not what well, he was biggest, mostly afraid of his dad. And, you know, I made sure that he, do you have a place to go? Do you have a friend's house you can go stay at for a week or two until things calm down? And they plan for the worst because hope then the best, yeah, and he walked in, parents were in the kitchen, and uh, his mom said, "Will you set the table? And he said, Mom, Dad, I'm gay, and I have been forever. And they stopped and looked at him and said, does this mean you're not setting the table? <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: and, yes, and he, okay, right?
1: okay, I would give those parents a hug. What? Yeah, and, yeah he that's yes. awesome. and,
0: and he said, no, and started setting the table and his dad said, what afternoons are you free? Do you not have sports and stuff? And so he, he named the day and he said, okay. And he immediately set up family, family counseling so that they could work through it because they were like, I, what we don't want is to have this be a negative experience. We weren't planning or prepared for it, but at the same time, now that it's here, we want to make sure we're doing this in a way that is as functionally proactive as possible. We want to advocate for the for the for, for our kid. And yeah. it was interesting because I got a chance to talk to them because they were like, you know, what brought you to come out? And he said, Well, DJ did. And I actually got to meet them at DreamHack in 2017, Dreamhack Atlanta. Yeah. That's Which cool. was the coolest thing ever because I didn't realize they were gonna be there. And uh, yeah. But so it, you know what? It, was Good to neat. Them. it takes meet
2: two them. straight well, unless you adopt, uh, it takes two straight people to make a gay. So yep. at the end <laughs> of the day, it's their fault if they hate yeah. it. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Absolutely. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I'm just saying, yeah. like, you know what? Like, and at the end of the day, you know, who gives a fuck? They're your kid. You're supposed to love them no matter yeah. what. You brought them into this world, and if you don't, so, then you're a fucking yeah. shitty parent, and go
0: hit your head into a wall. Speaking of parents, uh, if you're watching this or listening, and you're a parent with an LGBTQI plus child, and you would like some assistance or aid in how to handle it, how to treat them, and also how to possibly look at the situation from a different light, there's an organization called PFLAG, Parents and Friends of Lesbians and Gays. You can find more out at pflag.org. And if you're looking at coming out, or you have questions about the process, and you need some support. You can head on over to PFLAG as well. You can also go to takethis.org and trevorproject.org. Yes. All those links will be down below. And you can also come out with
2: us and have drinks.
0: Yes, if you're 21. (laughs) If you're 21. There you go. Yes. There you go. Or you have an idea. Um, So final final thoughts, gentlemen. (laughs) I'm not asking questions. Yeah, right?
2: (laughs) I'm actually upset that we didn't hang out when I was at party. or Or Twitch. I, or TwitchCon. I'm, I don't even know why. I I think I was really hammered on Friday, though. I, that, you that, were Tilti, fucked. That Tiltify party. Uh, uh, <laughs> that, was, that
0: was hilarious. Yeah,
2: I was, I was uh, but not as bad as Poe, though. Poe uh, puked or in Zeke's po- hand and puked in the hallway and puked in the elevator and puked in the trash can and puked on the street and
0: they had to shampoo in, the carpets They had to shampoo the carpet outside
2: <laughs> of our door. He puked all over the floor right outside our door. And it was funny because everybody was drunk, oh. so we stepped over it. And then the next morning, we walked outside and we forgot that he puked out because we were all drunk. And oh, we walked no. out, and it was just like, oh, God. Oh, that smell. And then, yeah. and then, and then we that's, went back in. That's right. We got ready. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, like, the cleaning lady, all of a sudden, we heard, like, a shampooer outside the door. And we're like, don't make any Everybody, noise. We don't want them to know it's right. Up. Just stay quiet. <laughs> and then yeah. Goose was like, it was the guys by the stairs. They were going down the stairs, and they projectile vomited. But, like, we, we, we stayed out of elevator one for the rest of the trip. At least we tried yeah. to anyway. <laughs> yeah.
0: Ugh. Exactly. Yeah, we partied uh,
2: hard that night. That was a good night. Yeah.
0: So I think we're gonna cover TwitchCon next time yeah, on our next one. Yeah. We, I mean, we, this, honestly, this was a really good conversation.
2: You no, know, it was good. It was. It was definitely good. Seeing from different perspectives too, and also from different parts of the community, and and it's just, it, yeah. it, you know, like at the end of the day, you know, we all like games. We all like sports. We all we're just fucking people. You know what I mean? Yep. It doesn't. It doesn't fucking matter. It really doesn't. Just be human. Be a good person. That's all that matters.
0: Yep. So, uh, Puppy, where can everybody find you on and on which
1: platforms? Oh, um, everywhere. Uh, just look for iPuppy underscore TTV if you're on social media. If you're looking at Twitch, just iPuppy underscore underscore. Um, that's me. You can find me there probably literally every single day of the week. I'm, I'm producing some kind of content. So
0: Nice. Drake, how about you? Uh, the Lost Drake across the board everywhere. Yep, 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 and yep. Awesome. you can find me DJ blue PDX at all of the things and you can stuff. find part, all, all the things and stuff. Uh, you can also check out our podcast available now on Amazon, uh, iTunes, it's all through Anchor and Spotify. Everywhere. You can check out our YouTube channel, which is about to get partnered. So make sure you go back and catch this up on close. all your latest episodes. We're this close, and we got to get that in by the end of the year. So 100 watch hours, guys. We yeah. got two months to hit it. We've got this. Yes. Like, we, we, will, we will fucking get that check mark. I'm determined. And yeah. And of course, if you have questions once again about coming out or if you are experiencing a situation where you need assistance in order to come out, please reach out to the resources that we've listed below. That is TakeThis.org, The Trevor Project and PFLAG.org. Thanks for watching, everybody. We'll see you next time. Bye, everyone. Bye. boy. Bye. <laughs>